Okay. Episode number one. And our movie podcast. I think it's just movie cast, actually. We didn't have a name until like three hours ago. So, still learning. I'm Adam. My co-host is... Luke. Yeah, he's Luke. Uh, Luke, what are we doing this week? Uh, we are talking about Everybody Wants Some with two exclamation points. That's right. Make uh, sure yeah. You have to say that there's two. You just, you just have to. You yeah, yeah, it really makes it stand out. And like when you type it onto Google search, you know, it also has like the two exclamation points. So. Yeah. And the Wikipedia uh, doesn't. But that's just, well, it, it didn't when you search it. But when you get on the page, it has it. Oh, yeah. Useful tip for you. Yeah. But anyways, this is a comedy movie starring, or sorry, directed by Richard Linklater. My boy. Oh, yeah. Great, great director. Yep, Luke's seen all of his movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I've seen two of them. <laughs> but I, uh, I really enjoyed School of Rock, and I really love Everybody Wants Some. So. Yeah, I mean, you picked it, so... Hey, I got to watch the before trilogy. I had to cancel my HBO subscription because it was just too expensive and I'm a broke college kid. So, uh, yeah, I, I plan on getting HBO back soon. And then I'll watch the before trilogy. Yeah, you better because they're really good. <laughs> they're really good movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard nothing but good things about Richard Linklater. And, uh, after getting a little taste of Richard Linklater, I, uh, I agree. He's like, good. This, <laughs> this is my fa- like everybody wants some is my favorite comedy movie <laughs> yeah it's uh and it's up there with like my all-time favorites it's like probably just outside my top 10 like favorite movies ever my so, second on my favorites right now but that changes so i don't know if that's real or not but i really like this movie yeah yeah no um we we both love the crap out of this film <laughs> that's yeah. for sure yeah um so i remember we're at big lots right and uh we were at big lots yeah crazy store earlier that day earlier that day we were literally talking about that movie adam you were like luke you gotta watch this movie you totally enjoy it and um we went to a couple of dvd stores in our local area like looking for everybody wants some but we couldn't find it but lo and behold we're at a big lots and of all the places we find it at Big Lots. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. And you, didn't even, you weren't even going to buy it until I was like, bro, if you don't like it, I will, I will pay you back the $3 for it. And you did. That's, <laughs> how cheap, that's how cheap I am, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're not getting those $3 back. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I, best $3 investment I've ever made in my life. Yeah. Can't, can't argue with that. You know? So uh, oh, yeah. what's the movie about, Luke? Uh, so the movie is about a college freshman. He's moving in three days before school starts, and he's on the baseball team. He's a D1 athlete. He's a pitcher. And uh, wait, did I say Blake Jenner? Was... No, you did not say Blake Jenner. Okay. But Blake yeah. Jenner is the star of the movie. Yes, Blake Jenner is the star of the movie. His, his character's name is Jake Bradford, and um, yeah. <laughs> it's just and the rest of the movie is just about you know their college shenanigans before classes start so yeah there's really no story here at all i i mean i i think that's why i like it so much maybe but there's really not a whole lot going on no i, I totally agree with you man like 
I don't know. I really like movies, like a well done movie about people just hanging out. Yeah, that's what like, Linklater does well so well. He, yeah, he, he kills stuff like this. So, I mean, that's Days of Confuse is just like this, but you know, high school movie. This is college movie. It's uh, he's he's really good at it. I I don't know, man. Yeah. Um... Again, I've only seen two films of Linklater, but uh, I, I trust I trust your opinion on him. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Adam, what what uh, stood out to you the most in this film? I think like the weirdest thing about this movie is how much I relate to it, even though I'm nothing like these people, and I would probably hate them if I knew them in real life. Like I, I can't figure out why I I like it so much, honestly. <laughs> because like if you think about us, right? These <laughs> these are the kind of people that you would be like, oh, that guy, he's he's just the worst, you know? Yeah. For some reason, I just I love watching them just hang out. I I, I still have no idea why. Yeah, really. Like some of the shenanigans they do in this movie, uh, I would never do, you know. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, um, it is weird that we're the two that love this movie out of anyone in our like group. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, we are. Um, there's a lot of parties in this movie, and we are we are not party people. <laughs> no, no, we are not. <laughs> yeah, and Luke Luke sucks at baseball too, so he doesn't even have that. Oh yeah, man. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get any D one scholarships. Hey, it's okay. You tried. You know, that's all you can say. Oh yeah, I, I tried, man. You know, last time I played baseball competitively was in the fourth grade, and uh, that last season I only had one hit the entire season. <laughs> it's not great. I was great. a pretty good fielder, though. What position did you play? I played second base. Really. Mm-hmm. Second and third, you know, I rotate around. So, yeah, I was I was much better in the infield than the outfield. I would have figured you'd be like the left center fielder, like that was you, you know. Yeah, no, no, I um, yeah, second third base. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's great. I I don't know. I mean, didn't work out for you. Obviously, you're uh, you're hosting a movie podcast now, so. Yeah. And I'm uh, very out of shape, you know. So. Yeah, not an athlete, not an athlete. It's a shame. But I mean, they're they're really. What is the story in this movie? Is it just, it's this group of guys just go to like what is it, like three parties over a weekend or maybe four? I think it's four, right? Yeah, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, like, but there's really like, there's really no story, right? It's just these guys hanging out all the time. But like it's so well done, and all the conversations are like funny, you know, and engaging. So, like the conversations that they they've had, excuse me, the conversations they had in this movie, like, are totally conversations that like I, I've you know seen in real life and been a part of in real life. So like, yeah, yeah, I I don't know. It's uh, okay. <laughs> this movie, like, you know. Uh, how do I describe it? It's like, uh, you told me it was like, um, it's a little far-fetched, but like, it's also very realistic at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So. I think that's all of 
Richard Linklater's things. Like, he takes this realistic idea, and then it doesn't feel like it's something that could actually happen, or maybe it feels like it could, but it probably won't. Like, I mean, the whole Before trilogy is based on this idea of these two people meeting on a train and then spending a night walking around Vienna, which kind of happened to Linklater, but that's still, that's never going to happen to us, at least. <laughs> probably, I mean... I will. I will guarantee it will not happen to me. And, yeah, and this I don't is. Think it's gonna happen to you either, honestly. Yeah, you know, it's just these guys partying, and it doesn't seem like it's anything that crazy. I wouldn't really know. I'm probably the wrong person to ask about that. But um, <laughs> it's just these guys going around town, drinking and hitting on girls, pretty much. That's basically the entire movie. And yeah, that is not us. <laughs> no, no, we don't do either of those things. Yeah, man, I um, I think even though like we're nothing like these people, just the characters were just so well done. Like everybody had an amazing performance. Yeah, I know my favorite character was uh Glenn Powell's Finnegan, who looks just like professional wrestler Adam Cole in this movie, and it's very strange, but. Something like every time he was on screen, I just I couldn't look away because he would always either saying something that was really funny or just he just has like a presence to him that's like oh they can't you can't look away from this dude. It it honestly reminded me a little bit of McConaughey and Dazed and Confused, where you're like, okay, that guy's gonna be a star. And it seemed like it was a star making performance for Glenn Powell. Yeah, I looked up his filmography and uh he was in the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Very minor role in that film, but hey man. Good for him. I mean, I, he's the best part of this movie. I think he's, oh, I think he's sure. the best person involved, other than Linklater. But like actor, he's he steals the show. Mm-hmm. Another character that really stole the show for me was uh, Jay Quentin Johnson, who played Dale. Yeah, I like Dale. Yeah, you know, he's, Dale's one of the first characters that uh, Blake Jenner's character meets in this movie, and um, just from the. St- but I really liked him. I was like, I like that guy. You know, when he just, like, approaches him, he's super nice and, like, honestly, they're all, like, pretty chill dudes. You yeah. Know? They, they play chill dudes in this movie, so. Except for Jay Niles. He's, uh, he's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, it's, yeah, I think, like, the three characters that you're kind of most invested in are, are Jake, uh, Blake Jenner, Dale, and... Uh, Finnegan, I think like those three are kind of like the group you want to see together just because they kind of play off each other so well and they're great. I don't, <laughs> yeah, like the entire like team as a whole I thought had great chemistry, but yeah, like those three specific guys, um, just fantastic. Like every time they were all together, I couldn't look away. I, uh, yeah, I agree. I, it's a movie that you know, a lot of times there's movies where not a lot of stuff happens and you just find yourself looking like checking your phone or just being like thinking about anything else but in this i feel like you never kind of you never even though stuff isn't happening you never really lose focus on what's going on you're always 100 percent engaged there are a lot of movies that i enjoy but every once in a while you know i could i'll look away and like get distracted but for this movie and like just all the movies on my all-time favorite list, like, I'm just engaged. I'm locked in. Like, I can't look away from the screen at all. Yeah. So. And quick shout-out 
because this is rather this is really impressive. Just how well the baseball in this movie, like it, it looks like they're actually playing baseball, probably because they were. But you know, you watch a lot of movies that have sports in it, and it usually looks very bad and fake. But it, it just felt like they were, you know, all athletic people that were good at baseball. Yeah, like actual D one athletes. Yeah, I know one of the guys, uh, Tyler Hecklin. He plays. Uh, he plays Glenn, who's like the D one like star. He actually played college baseball. Oh, really? I didn't know that. UC Irvine, which is like a really good baseball school as well. Yeah, so. oh, totally. Yeah. And uh, he's also in Palm Springs, which is a really good movie. Yeah. If you have Hulu, definitely recommend. Yeah. And that, that movie poster for Palm Springs. Oh, so funny. One of your favorites. It is my favorite. Like, the favorite. Yeah, it's great. The colors, man, just so good. <laughs> Uh, but oh, and Tyler Hecklin in this movie has a sweet mustache. Yeah, and I mean, like all the characters really have a sweet mustache in this movie. We forgot to mention this earlier, but the movie is set in the year 1980. Yeah, so, probably should have uh, mentioned. No, that's pretty important, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, because like all the scenes that you know they go to like a dance club, and um, you know they're playing like totally 70s music, <laughs> and. Uh, that's that's my favorite era of music, so I think that's another reason why I just really enjoy this movie. You like the Cotton Eye Joe scene? <laughs> yeah, man, totally. <laughs> yeah. I I did like how I I think there was a line where um where Brett Jake was like, you know, what are we right? Like the first night we go to a disco club, and then we're at a country like a country bar, and then they go to like a punk concert, and then they're at a, a theater. Uh, party you know kind of like yeah. what are we i think that was uh that was kind of cool you kind of you know there's uh they didn't really fit into any of these groups but they're just chilling at all with all of them yeah no really um yeah this movie's just so i like <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry like i'm just a regular guy i'm not like a film student or anything like that you know i'm just a guy who really enjoys movies so i'm sorry for you listeners if you're like expecting a lot from me and just a, I'm just a guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, we at really all. don't. We just love talking about movies. <laughs> That's it. Like, if you want to uh, get down to like real nitty gritty stuff, listen to Carson Runquist. Yeah, or like yeah. The Big Picture. Yeah. With Sean yeah. Fantasy. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're just, we're just regular dudes who like movies. That's, That's it. But, anyways, going back, like, this movie's just so much fun. Yeah. Like, pure fun. I just, so much fun watching this movie. That, that's, if I could have just, I was given one word to describe this movie, it'd be fun. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, it, and like, I think with Linklater movies, there's really never a bad performance, I think. And in this one, I mean, it's it's a pretty big, like, ensemble cast, and everyone is, everyone does a great job. I don't think there's a single performance, like, oh, even, like, the people that don't even have Wikipedia page in this movie, you know, like he played Tyrone. His name is Temple Baker. I don't think I've seen him in anything else, and he's really funny. You know, everyone does a good job. I mean, Brumley, remember Brumley, the 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 dumb guy? Well, not that was Plummer, but he's also dumb. There are a lot. Most of them are dumb, honestly, except for Finnegan. They're all pretty much stupid. Yeah, honestly. But, yeah, I think like the setting of this movie really helps it, you know? Yeah. Like, that being in the early 80s and 
Like, yeah, I think it really like enhances the movie experience. Yeah. I think it's also cool because like my parents were also freshmen in college, like during the setting of this movie. Uh, my parents did not do anything <laughs> like like them, but uh, actually maybe I don't know. My dad wasn't a fraternity, so. <laughs> But uh, he went. He went to a small college. He didn't go to like you know a D one school. So yeah, I mean I go to a D one school. Still couldn't tell you what it's like. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we should probably acknowledge uh, Zoe Deutsch or du- Dutch or Deutsch. I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's something. It's. I'm not good with pronouncing names. So. Her, you know who I'm talking. About. Everyone knows who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, she's the, the only main, girl the in this movie. Girl. The yeah, only the girl, girl in this movie. Yeah, like the only one. But well, the only girl with like a starring role. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the girl, a girl from uh, Friday Night Lights, is in this. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I have not seen Friday Night Lights. Good show. But um, yeah, keep that uh, she plays Beverly. Uh, who she doesn't really. She's not really in the first half. I guess she's in like one scene at the beginning and then doesn't come back until. Around the middle, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. And she doesn't really, again, she doesn't really do a lot. No one really does a lot. But just the converse, I think the my favorite scene in this movie is the conversation between her and, and Jake when they're like rafting before yeah. classes start. Yeah, no, that was so good. So yeah. good. Yeah. I, um, yeah, like, you know, how we talk about the, um, how this movie can be, like, kind of far-fetched but tells a very realistic story, you know? Like, you know, all, all the stuff that's going on, like, it seems, you know, a little not realistic, but um, here, like, their relationship between uh, Blake Jenner's character and Zoe... Just say Joyce? Beverly. Just say Beverly. Or, yeah, her character's yeah. Beverly in this movie. We're not, we're not gonna... It's, it's even, like, a hard name. We're just too stupid to figure out how to say it. We didn't, we didn't <laughs> do enough research on this one. Yeah, we're, we uh, went into this podcast kind of cold turkey, so... <laughs> we got we got Glenn Powell right, though. Yes, we did. <laughs> but, um, anyways, yeah, Jake and Beverly, I thought they had a fantastic relationship. Great like chemistry. It, yeah, great chemistry. Like, I could totally, you know, see them being together, <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, it's... I know we've we've mentioned it being a comedy movie. I don't think it's hard to really describe how funny this movie is. Like you can't just like read off jokes and be like pretty funny, right? Like a lot of it's just just stupid. Someone will tell you like a throwaway line that just for some reason just kills me. I like I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's there's a whole thing where uh, uh, Glenn is trying to where the guy bets him that he can't. Like he's he's trying to swing with an axe, and he's like, "You can't, you won't be able to cut the ball in half." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that's so stupid. But for some reason, it just cracks me up. Of course, he does it like three times in a row. So again, we don't know what college parties are like. So maybe this is very realistic. I don't know, but man, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's so much fun. I think the most realistic thing about this movie is like the relationships and, you know, like interactions that happen in this movie, like could totally happen in real life. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, uh, Jake and Beverly met like through orientation, you know, you meet all kinds of people. Well, they, they met because they were trying to hit on her in a car. Oh, wait, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah. Right. Yeah. I forget. It was, uh, it was Kenny Roper. And then, and then uh, Finnegan tried. And she was like, no, the guy in the back. And that was that was Jake Bradford. 
that's right. That's right. So um, just yeah, by they, being there, he did it. Yeah, it wasn't orientation. They were moving into the freshman dorms. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. They yeah. were just driving around being weird and bored. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting that every time they're bored, they're just like, let's go part, go party or something. <laughs> let's just go do something stupid in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. And uh, I loved at the beginning of the movie when Jake's moving into the baseball house, uh, like literally the ceiling's starting to collapse because <laughs> I forget which character, but he had a waterbed. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was Glenn. <laughs> was it Glenn? Yeah. I don't remember, but yeah. Again, like little stuff like that is all throughout the movie, and it just it's hilarious. I find it so hilarious. Yeah. So. Uh, there's a the, the character Nesbit who's just like the weird dude. He's the guy behind you, Luke, uh, wearing the hat. Forwards, if you're wondering yeah. who that was. <laughs> but he's just like the yeah, team yeah. weirdo. Yeah, if, uh, yeah, so we're doing a Zoom meeting right now. And uh, it, my background is that everybody wants some movie poster. So that's what Adam was pointing to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. But uh, there's the, uh, where they're playing like the hand slap game. Or whatever. Yeah. He was just getting his hands just demolished. He's just like, I can't I'm the champion. I can't lose, you know? <laughs> just just little things in this movie that make it so much fun, I think. Mm-hmm. Again, the one word to describe this movie. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. maybe it's just because we're stupid and like eight we're idiot college guys. Maybe that's why we love it, but I don't know. <laughs> but it, it is weird like we are nothing like these people but we still love it so maybe we'll just always love the movie who knows yeah and I, I you said it's your favorite comedy I don't even know what I'd call it because like I guess it is a comedy but it feels more just like nothing honestly just a movie about guys hanging out <laughs> yeah like that's that's what I mean I guess that is kind of a comedy but I think that's kind of what I because I think with all the Linklater stuff, it's hard to really put it put it in a genre. So I think this definitely falls into that group. Yeah, like when you look it up, it says it's a comedy. So you know, if it is, if we, uh, if there's a consensus that this is a comedy movie, then it's by far my favorite comedy movie yeah. that I've ever watched. But I, I agree with you. Like I don't know what to really call this movie. It it is. It's hard to. You know, I, I think I remember when this was coming out, I, I wasn't really, like, watching a lot of movies, but I remember seeing, like, the poster. I remember seeing it around, like, like you know, DVD stores and stuff like that back, you know, back in 2016. But it, I always thought it would just be, like, some dumb college, you know, like, like American Pie, right? Mm-hmm. Or American Pie 2. <laughs> or I, I, I don't know. I mean... There's a lot of really stupid, like, teenage comedy movies and stuff like that. Like, I like Superbad, but Superbad's pretty dumb. Yeah. This yeah. doesn't feel anything like those other ones. It exactly. Feels, like, it's it's still very stupid, but it feels like a more mature stupid, I guess. That, that's honestly a really good way to put it. <laughs> and it has Glenn Powell. So, looks like Adam Cole. It just, it really throws me off, dude. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Literally, my review on Letterboxd is how much he looks like Adam Cole. Who I don't, you don't even know who that is, but it's really weird. And again, and Dale, the, the boys, the coolest cats in the yeah. movie. Dude, they were, they were awesome. Yeah. Also, these guys probably not good people. Probably bad people. Honestly, 
All of them. I don't really know what's that. They all suck. But for some reason, they're just fun to watch. I don't know. Still like Finnegan, though. But, uh, yeah, you have anything else to say, Adam? Not really. I mean, just if you've been seeing this movie, watch it. It's, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't want to like. Not a lot happens, so if, like we don't want to give off too many spoilers. You know, when we talk about like. I think it's hard to spoil it, honestly. Like, because what can you really true. say that's a spoiler? I mean, just by looking at the poster, I think you can figure out what the, you know. Well, yeah, no, that's true. There's not really like spoilers, but you know, we don't want to talk about all the good scenes. Like, there's there's. There's great scenes throughout all this movie. Just uh, again, you excellent know, baseball playing. Really good baseball. Playing. Oh yeah, totally. If you're a baseball fan, recommend this movie. If you just love co- if you love college movies, totally recommend this movie. If you like movies, recommend this movie. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you're just a fan of watching movies, like please watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. Well, I guess it's uh. Time to transition into our second segment. I guess it's probably our last segment this time. We didn't really come prepared. Uh, but we're going to rank our uh, top five musical performances in movies. So um, Let's do it. I guess I'll start out. Yeah, uh, I want to hear your list. Well, I'm going to do it one at a time. So I'll say my number five, All right. which is incredible thoughts from the movie Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Uh, it's, it's by the Lonely Island. It's fe- In the pitch black night, a raindrop falls from tremendous heights. A wave crashes off of a cliff in Scotland. A child bites an apple, but the core is rotten. Featuring Michael Bolton, Tim Meadows, Usher has a little dance scene in it. Uh, Justin Timberlake's in it. It's a very, very ridiculous song. It's very stupid. There's a line, uh, my favorite line in the entire song is, What if a garbage man was actually smart? That's just, just genius songwriting. Yeah. Lonely Island? They're very funny. I mean, they have a song called uh, Jizz in My Pants. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, have to, I had to put a song from Popstar on there, and I probably, it's not my favorite song from Popstar, but it's the best musical performance in Popstar. Okay. So, uh, for my list, I didn't really do, like, specific songs. I just did my, my favorite, like, music performances in general. So, uh, for number five, I have Chadwick Boseman in Get On Up. Um, so Get On Up is a movie about James Bond and uh, Chadwick Boseman. Stars as James Brown and uh, I-, I looked up to see if like he actually sang for the movie and it said he did like I think it was like half and half half of like live recordings of James Brown and half of Chadwick singing but uh, honestly like I couldn't really tell the difference so um, yeah it was absolutely amazing performances like Chadwick Boseman's the only like really really amazing part about that movie the rest of the movie's just like yeah it's fine but yeah uh, Chadwick's performance really stands out it's one of his best rest in peace Chadwick Boseman great talent 
for sure. Uh, my number four, I'm going to change it up a little bit from Lonely Island to Brie Larson and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I Black knew Sheep. that was going to be on your list. Yeah. It's, every time we go driving together, that song's playing. Thank you, my that song i wish there was a brie larson recording on spotify but there isn't unfortunately i I think her verse is better than the actual song i just love that scene everything about you know just the cut the the cuts back and forth from her and scott and and todd you know gotta love todd but i just it's fantastic i don't know what there's to say about it it's it's a great performance and she sings she actually sings which is very cool Mm -hmm. no she was very good I'm um I'm glad you convinced me to give Scott Pilgrim versus the World another chance, because uh the first time I watched it, um I don't know I wasn't really enjoying it that much, and then I fell asleep, I was like yeah I don't really feel like rewatching it, but then you convinced me you know you're like rewatch it and uh, I'm glad I did really good movie, <laughs> one of my favorites in the comic book genre probably my favorite honestly. Mm-hmm. What do you got at number four? So for number four, uh, again, not great at pronouncing names, so I apologize if I mispronounced it. Uh, it is Haim Topal, and he is the main star of Fiddler on the Roof. He plays the dad. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I have not seen the movie in a long time. <laughs> so uh, I, um, I forget, like, the characters' names and everything, but he's the dad of the film, and, like, he's the main character. And Fiddler on the Roof is actually like the first musical I've ever watched. Like the movie came out in 1971, I believe. And um, yeah, it's an old one, but it's, it's like the very first musical film I ever saw. And like, to this day, I still listen, you know, to the song, some of the songs in there. And uh, he was great. I really enjoyed it. So he's my number four. I haven't seen Fiddler on the Roof and I'm Jewish. So it's probably bad, but I haven't seen it. Uh, (laughs) My number three, I was actually going to change this one, but now I'm going to go with it because I don't want to have like all stuff from the 2010s. I'm going to go with, uh, I believe the song is called Waltz for a Night. It's Julie Delpy in Before a Sunset. Uh, it's, um, it. Let me sing you a waltz Out of nowhere Out of my thoughts Let me sing you It's hard. It's Linklater, so it's like hard to explain what it is about getting into. I don't want to get into spoilers, but um, it's just a very good performance, and uh, it's probably my favorite scene in that entire movie. And I love that movie. It's was on my favorite list for a long time. I was going to change it to another day and another day, uh, another day's sun from La La Land, but I decided against mm-hmm. it at the last second. So, a waltz for a waltz for a night, Joey Delpy, number three. All right, so for my number three favorite musical performance, it's Tucker Smith in West Side Story. <laughs> cool. We'll, like, we'll, come, we'll come back to that one, I think. If that's okay, we'll, come, <laughs> we'll come back to that in a little bit, if that's okay with you. 
Yeah, I, I assume it's on your list. We can get into we can get into that one a little bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's my number three. My number two is 500 miles from inside Lewin Davis. It's Justin Timberlake, Stark Sands, and Kerry Mulligan. The last thing on my mind by Stark Sands, I was gonna pick. Not a shirt on my back. But I've recently this week's been rewatching the scene of them saying 500 miles and it's really good. They had, I don't know. It's a great song. JT's great. He's on here twice. So you love to see it. Inside the Davis. If you haven't seen that, check it out because it's a great movie. It's on Prime. Yeah, I was about to say, that's on Prime, right? All right. Yeah. I definitely need to watch it. Um, all right. So my number two, I don't know if, I guess this technically counts as a movie, so I put it on my list. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. in Hamilton. So, we're doing Hamilton. Sorry. Death doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. It takes and it takes and it takes, and we can live in any way. We rise and we fall and we break and we make mistakes. And if there's a reason, I'm still alive when everyone who loves me has died. I'm willing to wait for it. Wait for it. I'm willing to wait for it. I guess I, I should, really should have said we're not doing Hamilton. That's on me. Oh, okay. That's on me. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, uh, leave, we'll leave it in there. We'll, we'll count it. It's kind of right. a movie. It's kind of a movie, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't have anything to say. We all know Hamilton's great. So Leslie Odom's the best part of it, too. So Exactly. So, yeah, that's my number two. My number one is Cool from West Side Story by Tucker Smith, because Tucker Smith is, I mean, he's like, he's the best part of West Side Story. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but like, he's... Boy, boy, crazy boy, stay loose, boy. Breeze it, buzz it, easy does it, turn off the juice, By far, the best. In in everything he's in, he's, he's the best. I 100% agree. I also don't know if it's a hot take to say he's the best part of the movie, but I think he's the best part yeah. of the movie. And he actually sings the Jet song, which if you can, if you listen to it, you can clearly hear it's Tucker Smith and not uh, Russ Tamblin. But it doesn't matter. I mean, he, Russ Tamblin's also great. But I think just like the whole performance of Cool is like I know we talked about this. We would just like watch that scene, like after you watch the movie and after I watch the movie, we would just like by ourselves we just watch that scene every single day of them sing Cool. I don't know why. But I just like I can't stop watching it or listening to it. It's just great. <laughs> um, like after I saw West Side Story for the first time this past summer, like I, I watched the cool video <laughs> every single day for probably a month or so. Like it's Damn. just it's so good. And the song, you know, it's it's my favorite song in West Side Story. Like it's just it's so oh my God. it's so like engaging and. Like seeing, you know, them jump in the air and do all and like um Tucker Smith going into the shadows, yeah. you know. Oh that's and he comes out of the every time he comes out of the shadows I get goosebumps no matter when I watch it. <laughs> I know. Like, oh my god. He really looks really though. I hate like I know it's this the song is called Cool, but he legit looks very cool in this in this number. Yeah. I think it's weird for me because I already knew the this song because it's in glee, fun fact. Uh but this performance is uh, much better than the one in Glee. I'll say that. 
Luke, number one. All right, so my number one is Emma Stone in La La Land. Is like, it uh, somebody in the crowd? Is someone in the crowd the only thing you really see? Watching while the world keeps spinning round Somewhere there's a place where I find who I'm gonna be A somewhere that's just waiting to be found Yes, someone in the crowd. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought about that. Too. I also, I also really love uh, a lovely night, you know, when her and Ryan Gosling do the duet. Yeah, like I listen to those songs every single day. <laughs> I kid you not. Like I watched La La Land for the first time back in May, and uh, like, yeah, I listen to the song every day. <laughs> it's, it's just, like, it's so good. We probably should have done 10 because I'm just looking through my playlist now and there's so many other, like so many things I want to add on here. Like Adam Driver and Marriage Story with Being Alive, which is an awesome song. Or anything Taron Edgerton did in Rocket Man. I mean, he kills it. Singing in the Rain wasn't mentioned. You know, I, I don't, I hate the movie, but like the music in Greece is very good. You know, Shallow from A Star is Born, Sweeney Todd. I, uh, Oh brother, where art thou? Like, there's just so there's so many great performances, but I think I'm happy with my list. I think I picked a, a pretty good five. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen like too many films that are either a musicals or b have musical performances in them. So, um, so yeah, uh, Emma Stone, La La Land. I mean, La La Land, as you know, is my third favorite movie of all time. <laughs> so. It's a good movie. I like yeah. La La Land. Dude, oh god, I have nothing but nice things to say about La La Land. You know, one one good thing to come out of quarantine was you know watching a lot of movies. You know, didn't have anything better to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah well, I've watched movies this year that, like I never thought I'd ever watch in my life. <laughs> yeah, I made you watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah, I, I never. <laughs> heard of it before you mentioned it so <laughs> easiest five stars you've ever given easiest five for me is that movie but it's very well made yeah yeah so i guess this is probably that's probably all we got this week i don't think we didn't really plan out a full thing but i'm not sure i don't even know how long this was i like i couldn't tell you uh might have been like nothing like half an hour i don't know uh but Next week, since Luke picked this one, it's my turn to pick. You have Prime Video. I have Prime Video, and I have the movie right in front of me. Uh, we are going to watch The Royal Tenenbaums for next week. Wes Anderson's third movie. It is on Amazon Prime Video if you have it. Uh, it is awesome. And the actor, Luke Wilson, is in the movie. All right. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Wes Anderson. I've seen a I've seen a good amount of Wes Anderson, more Wes Anderson than I've seen Linklater. So, um, I like when you're watched. Uh, I mean, with Linklater, like, okay. Well, you've said you know I haven't seen many Linklater movies, so I can't say. But you've said you know when you watch a 
Linklater movie, you know it's a Linklater movie. That's definitely the case with Wes Anderson. When you watch a Wes Anderson movie, you know it's Wes Anderson. So I can't wait for the Royal Tenenbaum. That'll be great. I, I think it's really funny that in, in our group, we kind of all, not, not all of us, but like, I think us, for the, at least we do, we kind of gravitate to the same directors and you know, filmmakers. So mm-hmm. we're, we're big Wes Anderson guys. I, I know James and I are big Kaufman guys. I don't know if you're a Kaufman guy, but we're going to have, uh, we're going to probably get into all kinds of things through this podcast. We're going to have a bunch of our friends on to pick their movies for us to watch. And um, hopefully we'll keep this going. Uh, this, this is really uh, all I got for this week. Luke, you got anything yeah. else you want to say? Um, again, I just, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got to say. I really hope you enjoyed it. I I had fun talking about um, Everybody Wants Some and our favorite musical performances. Yeah, and we'll probably do some rankings next week again. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we'll do some kind of rankings. Um, We'll figure it out. And we don't have any social media yet, but we will have probably a Twitter next week. I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm sure we'll have that. Uh, Also, follow us on Letterboxd. they're just our names will be linked in the uh, podcast thing in the uh, description. So follow us on Letterboxd. We want to get up to uh, get our followers up. That's really to get that clout, you know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so uh, that's really all we got. Episode one in the books. Uh, I'm Adam. That's I'm Luke. Luke. Yeah, that's Luke. And uh, we're back next week, I-, I guess. 